0: Mark Levin, our number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I feel very sorry for our allies in Ukraine. There have been some commentators who say that's quite a democracy over there, the way they treat their opposition. I suppose there would have been a lot of commentators if we had such things back then during the Civil War who would trash Abraham Lincoln as a dictator for suspending habeas corpus, clearly in violation of the Constitution, only Congress can. Congress would later vote to support uh, President uh, Lincoln in that respect, but nonetheless, and other steps that President Lincoln took in order to ensure that the Union would survive. You have to dismiss people who are propagandists for Putin, who are propagandists uh, for really, uh, it's not peace through strength, it's peace through appeasement. There's a reason Eastern Europe is very concerned about the invasion of Ukraine. Those are our allies, too. Hungary, Poland, and you can go down the list. We've made representations through NATO. We've made representations to European countries of our support. And we're not a part of NATO just because we want to be involved in other countries. Because of the neocons. Actually, NATO didn't come from the neocons. We're involved in NATO to protect our own territory and our own country and our own people. To have a united force against tyranny. The fact that the level of incompetence out of this White House is so high that they weren't providing the Ukrainian government with the offensive military power that they needed starting way back in March, including anti-aircraft missiles and other capacities that we have that they needed to really lay it on the, the uh, Russians should they invade their, invade their country. And this is a terrible, terrible thing that's happening, or that is going to happen in my view. And also remember, many of these sever- very same people who are appeasers for Putin, they never criticize Putin. You can listen to them on the radio or TV. They never have a bad word to say about this guy, Ever. And many of those are the same people who support the Islamo Nazi regime in Iran. Couldn't understand why President Trump took out the head terrorist who was running their military and who killed and maimed so many of our own soldiers during the course of the two Iraq wars. I mean, really appalling. So dismiss these people. People who tell you we don't care about our own borders, why should we care about somebody else's? Excuse me, we ought to care about our own borders, and we ought to care about somebody else's, depending on the circumstances and the effect it has on our security. It's not one or the other. Now, this is just the beginning of something that's going to be very big, should and I believe when Russia invades Ukraine. Many NATO member countries will be concerned about their security. Most of them are newly free countries in Eastern Europe, countries that have strongly backed the United States, strongly, and have paid their fees in the NATO. And they're not the only ones. You're going to see uh, Xi, God forbid, he's going to attack Taiwan. And then you're going to see Iran with uh intercontinental ballistic missiles with nuclear warheads. We're not doing anything effective to stop them. Nothing. Nothing. But that's all the way over there, Mark. I know they're building missiles to come all the way over here. When you hear people talk like it's the 15th century or the 16th century, you know that they're idiots, morons. Hypersonic missiles? They think this is the, uh, the day of the Vikings? I mean, what is this? It's a sad fact. And they, these mouthpieces, and Biden and the Democrats, may well drag us into a war in which more and more Americans are killed. This isn't peace through strength. It's weakness through appeasement. That's what it is. It's very troubling. Very troubling to me would have been troubling to Reagan. It would have been troubling to Trump. And some of these repubes who talk like this, they sound like George McGovern of old and others. Their position isn't pro-American. Their position isn't America first. Their position is ideological and foolish and foolish. I said way back, Our enemies want Biden to get elected. I said way back, Taiwan, Israel, other countries are going to be very, very fearful of what happens should Biden stroll into the presidency. And that's exactly what's taking place. Exactly what's taking place. And when you listen to these commentators talk about how horrible China is because they're killing their own Uyghurs, and I agree with that. It is horrific. That's genocide. It's mass murder. And then they say, why is it any of our business what's taking place with Ukraine? Well, then you could argue, why is it any of our business what China's doing to its own people? Why does it matter what Canada's doing to its own people? Why does any of that matter? What stakes do we have in it, right? No wrong. Literally, what's going on in Canada is a police state. Literally. And I must confess that the police in Canada should be joining in with the truckers and the tow truck drivers rather than with this Marxist fraud using fascistic tactics. And that's true. If the police would join in with the protesters, wouldn't that be fantastic? But they're not. Instead, they're carrying out the wishes of those who seek to destroy liberty. I talked about this and many, many other things on Hannity last night. Cut one, go.
2: I'll let you start anywhere, but I, I at the end of the show, I was going to remember our dear friend Rush. It's one year ago today, Mark, that we lost, yeah. you know, the the greatest of all time, the guy that paved the way for both of us.
0: Uh, Irreplaceable in so many respects, and we need him more now than ever. He was our George Washington, quite frankly. Sean, you've asked your guests a lot of questions about what's going on in this country. I'll tell you what's going on in this country. The largest political party in this country hates America. They hate our security. They hate our Constitution. They hate our founders. They hate our framers. They hate our monuments. They hate our history. They hate our family structure. Uh, and there's so much that they hate about America that we have a vice president who's probably among the dumbest vice presidents in American history, and there have been many stupid ones, who makes comments about this country that are just so vile and so repugnant. And I would say this to Kamala Harris. You need to go over to these military cemeteries and take a look, and take a look at all those crosses and those stars of David, and think about all the men and all the women who died for this country that you trash. That made who you are and what you are possible. Because God knows you haven't invested into this country what those people did and what those families did. The Democrat Party hates our military, hates our cops. The Democrat Party is selling us out to the communist Chinese, the fascistic Russians, the uh, the, the fascistic Iranians, and the inbred over there in North Korea. Uh, the Democrat Party is a force for bad in this country, they never promote liberty. They never promote individualism. There was a piece in The New York Times the other day trashing individualism. That's what the whole country is about. We now have an individual in Canada uh, who reflects the same ideology. We actually now have a totalitarian regime on our northern border. Let's not fool ourselves What that prime minister, whatever the hell he is is doing to the people of Canada is a disgusting disgrace. He is the Vladimir Putin of Canada. And as soon as they have an opportunity, they need to kick his ass out of that office and make sure they don't kick it down here. It wasn't that long ago when we honored our nurses and our doctors, when we honored our police, we honored our truckers and all the men and women who aren't millionaires, who get dirt under their fingernails, who put their lives on the line to protect us through that pandemic. Before there were vaccines, before there were therapeutics, they would get sick and they would go to their jobs anyway. And they made this country and Canada and all other countries they worked in function. They put food on our tables. They put gasoline in our automobiles. They did what we needed to do to survive as a country, as a country, when the Chinese unleashed this virus against us by not telling us about it ahead of time. Now because they resist these mandates, because so many of them have natural immunity, which the Israelis have said is multiple times more effective than any of these vaccines. Now they're the enemy. Sean Hannity in America. Have you noticed the Democrat Party base and the left wing base is never the enemy? The trial lawyers are never the enemy. The teachers unions are never enemy. The front groups that want open borders, they're never the enemy. Uh, The hard left in this country, they're never the enemy. No, 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 no. Today, it's the truckers. Yesterday, it was the parents. The day before that, it was the nurses. In other words, middle America, the people who make this country work, the Democrat Party in this country needs to be crushed And I want the American people to understand something. You have it within your power to take this country back. They will not be crushed unless you crush them. And I'm talking to people. I don't care what your race is. I don't care what you come from. The American people do not hate this country the way that AOC does. They do not hate this country the way Kamala Harris does. We love this country. You know how I know it? Or we'd all pack up and we'd go somewhere else. Our borders are overrun with people who want to escape their lousy cultures and their lousy countries to come here. We have a Democrat Party that hates this country, that wants to centralize power, that wants to destroy our voting system, that wants to eliminate the importance of citizenship, eliminate the importance of state sovereignty. We know exactly what we're dealing with now. They've exposed themselves. And they have this fossilized leadership in Nancy Pelosi. Now, footnote. We Republicans, and I confess I'm a Republican, we have fossilized leadership, too. You had Kevin McCarthy on this program who superbly laid out what the agenda is for the House, when and if they take over the House. Has Mitch McConnell laid out the agenda for the United States Senate if the Republicans take over the Senate? He was asked about it directly by a reporter, and he said, well... We won't be pushing the Biden progressive agenda. Well, that's, that's very heartwarming. And then he says, we want to have bipartisanship. We want to meet somewhere in the center with our Democrat friends so we can get things done. Mitch McConnell, if he's not thrown out Republicans, we'll never advance. He is fossilized. He's a disaster. We need smart, new revolutionary leadership. And that is a fact, Jack. Much more. I'll be right back. Much love in. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free, pocket-sized Constitution right now, at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Nurses, cops, firefighters, emergency personnel, truckers, all Americans who make this country work from sea to shining sea and beyond, you must continue to press in defense of your liberty, in defense of the civil society, in defense of our constitutional republic. You see what's going on in Canada. Canada is no longer a free country. It is a police state. It is a totalitarian regime. China just canceled elections in Hong Kong because of their own virus. Of course they did. Just remember, the same forces in our own country shut our schools, shut our businesses, shut our places of worship, open the abortion clinics, open the box stores, shut the small retail stores. And on and on and on. Through phony quackery. We have a constitution. You should thank God every single day for that constitution. That constitution's under attack by the Democrat Party, Black Lives Matter, LeBron James. It's under attack by Nancy Pelosi, the, the corporatists in our boardrooms. Because they want complete and utter power to impose their will on the rest of us. While they flaunt the very rules... ...that they throw into the rest of society. You need to continue to speak up at school board meetings. You need to continue to challenge corporatists. You need to continue to support the cops. Continue to support the truckers. Brian Echeverria, North Carolina dad... ...running for District 73 in the North Carolina House of Representatives... ...has my support at a school board meeting this week he's a man of mixed race
3: african american and white cut to go discrimination revolution the crt deal because it's it's happening and as a parent i speak to other parents there's a few things that we don't want i'm biracial I'm bilingual, I'm multicultural. The fact is, in America, in North Carolina, I can do anything I want, and I teach that to my children. And the person who tells my little pecan-colored kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me. And I think that's the same for every parent. What the mask showed us is that the parents, the most powerful group of people in our country, that they're taking back the wheel. Now obviously we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board. Because CRT, all of that, the parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one, if if you believe in CRT, I want to tell you you're a liar. Because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed, and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil, regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not gonna do that. The parents in the United States of America, right here in North Carolina and Cabarrus County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody. And
0: And the racism is only happening at the government level and in the media, he says. What a fine... What a fine American citizen this man is. He would get my vote... Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document. But only while supplies last. So claim your free, pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Harry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Mark Levin,
1: the voice of America. Dial in now at 877-381-3811.
0: By the way, folks, we have a lot of exciting TV broadcasting this weekend. I hope you'll join us. I'll be on Bongino's show uh, on Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Dan is a fantastic person. He's a great patriot. Uh, He speaks of where he's lived. I mean, policing and Secret Service and other things. He's very, very well informed. And uh, I just have a blast with the guy. And I will be on his program this Saturday. Please don't miss it. I think it's near the top of the hour, but whenever it is, it doesn't matter. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, his new time? Of course, Life, Liberty, and Levin, 8 p.m. Sunday, Eastern Time. A real kick-ass show. No prisoners. With Rick Grinnell and Pete Hegseth. And I think you're going to want to watch it. And I would encourage the president... That is President Trump to watch it, too. Uh, It's a real kick-ass show. So please, if you can't watch them live, please DVR them. John Radcliffe, what did I say? I said Grinnell, I apologize. John Radcliffe, who does a fantastic job. We had Grinnell on the radio show, sorry. Now, I did this man an injustice, uh, misreading the clock. Brian Echeverria, the North Carolina dad. And so we want to start at the top. It's only a couple of minutes. And I'm saying we must pick up the pressure. You see what they're doing in Canada. Let me say this, too. I would encourage any American citizen who can assist the truckers in Canada to do it. I don't mean uh, violence of any kind. That's, that's what uh, Black Lives Matter and the rest of them do. In addition, you're ripping off their own people and ripping off other people. And at some point, shouldn't there be an accounting From uh, from LeBron James, and I mean a political personal accounting from these various woke corporate boards, these various Democrat mayors and governors. Shouldn't there be some kind of accounting, Mitt Romney and others who got behind this movement, which cost all this mayhem and anarchy and violence and death? Which stole tens of millions of dollars from the people who could least afford it. I don't see a lot of people going to prison, do you? But that's a footnote. Let's jump back. And this is North Carolina again. And this gentleman, Brian Echeverria, is running for District 73 in the North Carolina House. That wasn't his intent, but he's decided he's got to get involved, and he is. Cut to go.
3: Discrimination resolution, the CRT deal, because it's, it's happening. And as a parent, I speak to other parents. There's a few things that we don't want. I'm biracial I'm bilingual i'm multicultural the fact is in america in north carolina i can do anything i want and i teach that to my children and the person who tells my little pecan color kids that they're somehow oppressed based on the color of their skin would be absolutely wrong and absolutely at war with me and i think that's the same for every parent what the mask showed us is that the parents the most powerful group of people in our country that they're taking back the wheel Now obviously we had to take the wheel back for the mask, but we're taking the wheel back from Washington all the way to Raleigh and into our local school board. Because CRT, all of that, the parents don't want it. It's a big fat lie. There's not one, if if you believe in CRT, I want to tell you you're a liar. Because that means you look at your black neighbor and say that they're oppressed, and you look at your white neighbor and say that they're evil, regardless of the experience that you've had with them. And we're not gonna do that. The parents in the United States of America right here in North Carolina and Canbarras County, we know that's not true because we believe the lives we live. The fact is, I've been a business owner right here in North Carolina, and I deal with white people, black people, Hispanic people. My children deal with everybody, and the racism is only happening at the government level and on the media. The fact is, you have racists, and there's like, you can't even find them hardly. You just hear the stories about them. But this is, this you know, is what let me deal- just say
0: that is a great point. That is a great point. Mr. Perdue, do you bump into racists all the time? Do you bump into people who speak like racists all the time? I never see any of them or talk to any of Well, Mark, you just don't know. No, a lot of us just don't know. And I don't just mean people who are white. In so many ways, this is a massive fiction that they've imposed on us. Go ahead.
3: Parents are taking the wheel. I have an eight-year-old daughter who is absolutely dynamic, who can do anything, athletically, intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally. She is a dynamo. And I don't want a man swimming against her in the pool. The fact is, I don't want her playing against boys in soccer. I don't even let my sons rough her up. Do you think I'm going to let your son rough her up?
0: This guy, this guy is fantastic. Brian. Brian. Echeverria, E-C-H-E-V-A-R-R-I-A. Go ahead.
3: What we're talking about, policy going back to the parents. Because if you think people who love America are willing to fight for it, you haven't met parents yet. Because I'm telling you, parents will go further down any street than anyone who loves their country alone.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: We have patriots like this everywhere. And we need more. More of you to speak out. More of you to speak out. You need to put your foot on the gas pedal and keep it on the gas pedal. All these stories about the Democrats divided. Who cares? As I said on Hannity, that's a party that must be crushed. It is an evil party. Evil. That hates this country and hates you. We have a black man who is a Republican representative in the Arizona legislature. And he's had about enough of critical race theory, but he takes it one step further. All this talk about choice, look at what's happening to the black community. More babies are being killed than are being born. Cut three,
5: go. When I'm looking at this and I'm hearing the, the CRT argument and whether it should be taught or not, you know, my issue is that the whole truth, it doesn't come out. It just doesn't. We want to talk about part of the history. We want to, And we want to put people in boxes and categories to make them feel bad or guilty about something they had nothing to do with. There's not one person in here who owned a bunch of slaves. There's not one person in here who was a slave. Is the conversation needed? Yeah. But let's peel back the onion and really talk about this. If we want to talk about racism, we, re- th- we need to really talk about it. If we want to talk about oppression of a people, let's really talk about that. Let's talk about the 1,300 black babies that are aborted every single day. But nobody wants to have those types of discussions. We want to talk about CR- CRT and make, a- make us feel good about things. There are more black babies aborted than they are born. But we're not talking about that. We want to talk about CRT. There are some real issues going on in in black communities. And the very people that want to push this are the ones who are killing us every day. Or support, those programs that are killing us.
0: And he means the Democrats and the left and the media that's exactly what he means pushing this abortion in issue extreme abortion positions even go ahead
5: so if we want to have conversations about this type of stuff let's talk about some real issues in the black community because we are being slaughtered every single day
0: here 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 speaking the truth then we have a dad at Shrewsbury, Massachusetts School Board meeting the other night. Cut four, go. The reason I'm addressing
6: the board tonight er, is today in the Shrewsbury High School and stuff, they were doing um, Black Lives Matter um, things and stuff. The concern that I have and stuff is <laughs> that a poem and stuff was read out to the kids de- depicting that police officers are predators and murderers of black children and black black children and parents one of the questions that i ask everybody here as i have a state police retired sergeant sitting right here do we think it's appropriate that her 16 year old daughter would be taught that her mother is a predator or a murderer. What are we teaching in our schools? How is this possible? Then you guys put out curriculum out to these kids. And I'm going to give you some examples here. Telling them that, let's see, it is estimated that police kill more than four times as many black Americans last year than anybody else. Here's the facts. Does anybody on this board look at the facts? 1,017 1, people were killed by police last year. 117 of them were black. Does that sound like it's four times? What are you teaching our children? Did you teach our children that 534 police officers were killed last year? This year, in the last 30 days, 54 police officers have been shot and 11 have been killed. Did we bother to teach our children that? Does anybody on this board, including you, Dr. Sawyer, do you review the curriculum of what you're doing to our children? Suicide, anxiety, and depression are through the roofs. 38 percent up on suicide do you know who's doing it it's our schools that are doing it you are indoctrinating our kids you're sending children home to their mothers so that they have to look at their mothers that they're a predator or they're a murderer because they're a police officer every single one of you on this board should be ashamed of yourself
0: this is the real american The red blooded American. This is the real American. Like the real red blooded Canadian. We have a lot in common with those truckers up north. We have a lot in common with the Ukrainian people who want to be free and live in their own country. We have a lot in common with the Taiwanese people who want to be free from the genocidal maniacs that run communist China. And they've seen what they've done to Hong Kong. We have a lot in common with the Israeli people who want to live in freedom. Rather than the threat of nuclear weapons pouring down on the tiny country and their two major cities. We have a lot in common with free people all over the world. Make America great again. Was a phrase in many ways that started with Reagan. Has been carried so proudly and brilliantly by Donald Trump. Make America great again doesn't mean blow off our allies and give the finger to our, to, to our fellow human beings. What it means is you don't surrender your governing apparatus to foreign institutions, international institutions. Otherwise, you lose representative government and you lose the connection that you're supposed to have to this society. And that's how they try to do it, through the back door. I want to thank this parent who spoke at the Shrewsbury, Massachusetts School Board meeting. I wish we had his name. I want to thank the member of the House of Arizona for speaking the truth about what's being done to black babies in this country by left-wing black liberals and white liberals and the Democrat Party. I want to thank the interracial gentleman who spoke at his school board and said CRTV is, excuse me, CRT is nothing but a, a gruesome, unconscionable lie. I want to thank the truckers in Canada. I want to denounce these school boards. I want to denounce these teacher unions. I want to denounce the police force in Canada. Shame on you. You disgust us all down here, including police in the United States. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free, pocket-sized Constitution right now at for levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and read understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Harry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com. Vladimir Putin, ladies and gentlemen, has become, always has been, but has made it it's clear. Our enemy is working. This is what I don't understand. He's working with communist China and Xi. They're sharing tactical and technical information. They back each other's objectives. They've said so militarily against the United States and our allies. How can you ignore this? How can you ignore this? It's like ignoring Japan's alliance with the Third Reich or fascist Italy's alliance with the Third Reich and Japan and so forth. How how do you do this? You do this if you are a walking, talking absurdity. A walking, talking absurdity. This will be the first all-out attack by one European country against another since World War II. Since World War II. And yes, Ukraine is an independent country. It has every right to be an independent country. Every, every bit as Russia has a right to be an independent country. But this old KGB thug, listen carefully to the apologists for this guy. They never say a negative thing about him. Ever. Ever. What's that all about? What is that all about? It's absolutely appalling. One of the things I want to do next hour when we return is spend some time on a subject that's not getting the attention it deserves, and I do this also on Sunday, so I hope you'll check in on Life, Liberty, and Levin. First of all, there is a backdoor effort to try and get me to stop talking about American Marxism. There's a backdoor effort to try and get me to stop talking about my book. There's a backdoor effort. And, of course, this can't go on forever. It's going to become obvious. But the substance of my book and these issues that we've discussed, in which you have helped to build this counter- Revolution to the counter-revolution to the American Revolution which is having an impact not only throughout our country our school systems our corporate boards and so forth but it's also having an impact across borders it's not going away nobody can shut me up nobody can shut me up I don't care how big these corporations are lots more I shall return Remember Kim Potter, police officer who had a stellar record? Senior police officer, she even trained other police officers on how to be police officers. Remember what we saw on her body cam? Remember we saw a guy by the name of Dante Wright who did threatening things to her, gets out of the car and while they're trying to handcuff him, jumps back into the car, she fears trying to reach for a weapon. A real legitimate fear, because Dante Wright had an outstanding warrant for a violent assault on somebody else. He had a long record, did Dante Wright, and he was a very young man. A long record of using a gun to threaten people. And to hit people. In my view, just a matter of time until somebody would get killed... In this case, it was Dante Wright. And so we saw in real time how Kim Potter accidentally pulled her service revolver and shot Dante Wright as he jumped into the car reaching for something. And um, she was prosecuted. She was prosecuted. They wanted to throw her in prison. The mob, the legal mob, other mob members wanted to throw her in prison. It's clearly an accident. But all the things that Dante Wright did was not an accident. They were not an accident. And... Uh, I mean, we remember what he was on, uh, he, he, he had skipped uh, bail and he was, on, uh, he was on the loose and the judge put out an order to get him arrested. And when they stopped him, they realized what they had. And so Potter was sentenced today to two years in prison for the death of Dante Wright. She thought she was firing her taser. Now, why is that? The 26-year Brooklyn Center police veteran, as the New York Post notes, was convicted of manslaughter in December for the fatal shooting, which took place after Wright tried to flee a traffic stop. Video from the scene showed Potter shout that she was going for her taser, though she'd mistakenly pulled her pistol. She fired a single shot before realizing her mistake. Now, Judge Regina Chu said, during sentencing... This is one of the saddest cases I've had on my 20 years on the bench. This is a cop who made a tragic mistake. She'll be available or eligible for supervised release after 16 months in prison. Wright's parents were angered. His father calling a slap on the wrist. Prosecutors had asked Chu to give Potter a seven-year sentence. Well, Wright's parents... Should take some responsibility for the upbringing of their son, who turned out to be quite the criminal at a very, very young age. They're lashing out at the cop, I understand, but Dante Wright would never have been in such a situation if he wasn't a criminal, if he hadn't skipped bail, if there wasn't an arrest warrant or bench warrant issued by a judge to find him and drag him back and if he hadn't used his gun to rob a friend a female friend of the rent that she had received if she had allowed him and his friend to stay at her apartment I guess for a night and that female friend testified how he put a gun to her head Or threatened her with his gun. And that's not all. Dante Wright had done in his short life. Where he was playing with death. Playing with fire if you will. For years. And then this terrible accident occurred. Which we all saw. Ex-police officer Kim Potter shouldn't serve one minute in jail. It's an accident. That's the whole point of the body cams, right? Here's Judge Regina Chu today. Cut 13, go.
4: Given all these considerations and having carefully considered the comments of the family and of both Dante Wright comments of Kimberly Potter as well as the arguments of counsel. It is the sentence and judgment of this court that you shall be committed to the custody of the Commissioner of Corrections for a period of 24 months. You shall serve two thirds of that time or 16 months in prison and a third on supervised release, assuming no disciplinary, disciplinary offenses or
0: conditional release violations. So this judge, Judge Chu, stood up. Against the prosecutors who wanted seven years. Stood up against. Wright's family, who wanted the book thrown out of it, which would have been 25 years. And in my view, Kim Potter shouldn't do one minute in jail. Not one minute. But I think this judge did the best that she could. With no question, her concern for people breathing down the back of her neck and the potential for God knows what. But to me, this was an injustice against this police officer who never should have been prosecuted for anything. For anything. I want to talk to you about Donald Trump and his family. And Mr. Producer, we're going to take this right to 20 after. We're not going to be interrupted. People come on this program, they give us dictates about how long they can stay after they ask to come on the show, right? Well, I have something to say, and I think it's important. Ladies and gentlemen, while Rush is poised to slaughter Ukrainians again, while Trudeau is locking up patriotic, brave men and women in Canada without any due process whatsoever, and destroying them financially. We have in our own country something going on that we've never seen before in American history. We have Democrat judges, whether they serve on the federal bench, or the state bench in New York, ganging up with prosecutors, in New York and ganging up with civil litigants in Washington, D.C. to try and once and for all destroy Donald Trump and his family, even after he's left office. And this this path was first paved by the Democrats in Congress impeaching a private citizen. And as pointed out by Politico, in a 112-page ruling Judge said the evidence suggests Trump assembled the crowd and then instructed the rally-goers to march on the Capitol. This federal judge is Judge Amit Mehta. Amit Mehta, who has pushed the same narrative that the media have pushed in others without a scintilla of evidence to support it, that the civil cases against Donald Trump should go forward Exposing him and his family to God knows what because there was a protest, because there was freedom of association, because there was free speech. And then this judge, Amit Mehta, who should never serve on a bench of any kind, who's a disgrace to his robe, draws the conclusion by the law, of course. This should go forward, given what Trump's involvement was. Trump's Twitter attack, this political left-wing uh, goons. Amid the violence on then-Vice President Mike Pence, who was presiding over the counting of the electoral votes that would finalize President Biden's victory, suggest suggests a tacit agreement with those who stormed the Capitol and sent Pence and lawmakers fleeing for safety, Meta wrote. You see, the judge is a, a buffoon. And in my view, a liar. He is no actual substantive evidentiary basis for this it is reasonable to infer that the president would have understood the impact of his tweet since he had told rally goers earlier that in effect the vice president was the last line of defense against a stolen election outcome what kind of a rationale is this this is truly grotesque this is the kind of result-oriented activism that you that 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 is used to destroy the independence and respect for our judiciary that 's why I wrote men in black. The ruling leaves trump 's inner circle, possibly the former president vulnerable to another flurry of deposition and subpoenas and document demands. The ruling also declares Trump potentially liable for conduct while he was the sitting president, a rare and momentous legal decision. a rare and momentous legal decision this is. Legal crap. There's nothing momentous about it, except the extent of the crap and the stench. To deny a president immunity from civil damages is no small step. Meta wrote, "The court well understands the gravity of its decision." Now, I would encourage conservative and libertarian legal groups across the country, nonprofit, nonpartisan organizations, to get involved in this immediately, immediately, immediately. Because this is a disgusting overreach by a judge who is lying through his teeth. The lawsuits against Trump were brought by a dozen Democratic members of Congress and multiple Capitol Police officers and so forth. Absolutely appalling. And then... Last evening, Trump must testify in New York investigation, Judge Rules. This is the case with Letitia James, who should have lost her law license long ago. The Attorney General of New York, who basically said she wanted to throw Trump in jail and wanted to get him criminally as she was running for office for Attorney General. So now a Judge Rules... That Trump must answer questions under oath in New York State's civil litigation investigation into his business practices within 21 days. And two of his children, Ivanka and Don Jr., have to sit for depositions. This judge's name is Engoron. E-N-G-O-R-O-N. He issued the ruling after a two-hour hearing with lawyers for the Trumps and James's office. Let me tell you what's really going on here quickly. Letitia James's lawyers, her her civil servant pukes. These phony prosecutors are trying to use the civil system to collect evidence they cannot otherwise get, or to collect information, let me say that, not evidence, they cannot otherwise get for their criminal investigation to do both simultaneously. And in the vast majority of cases, real judges who have real standards and real morals, reject that. Because they know of the imposition on the ability of an individual to defend him or herself. What they want Trump to do in the civil litigation, listen to me, America, is to plead hundreds of times the Fifth Amendment. That's what they want. The right not to incriminate yourself in a civil case that could lead to charges in a criminal chase, trumped up charges. That's what they want. The politicization of the rule of law in New York, the politicization of the rule of law in Washington, the politicization of the vaccination process. These are tyrants. I don't care if they're wearing robes or they're wearing boots. I'll be right back. March.
4: Love in!
0: Alright, here's the deal. I've been telling you for a couple years now to switch to Pure Talk, and thousands of you have. Let's hear from one of those happy customers. Here's a note from Robert of Miffenburg, Pennsylvania. I was a 20-year customer of Verizon that needed to upgrade my iPhone 7. I checked my Verizon deals and even spoke with a rep, but wasn't impressed with the offers they were giving, especially being a 20-year customer. I heard about Pure Talk on the Mark Levin Show and checked it out. I was really happy with the deal I found, but still nervous about going to a new category. Barrier. Ultimately, I kicked Verizon to the curb and couldn't be happier with Pure Talk service. I saved $300 on my new phone, got 15 gigs more a month on my plan that costs less. I personally couldn't be happier since switching to Pure Talk. Well, friends, stop being scared. From your cell phone, dial pound 250, say Mark Levin, and this month, you'll save an additional 25% for your first three months. Or just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code MarkLevin. And save today. Senator Ron Johnson is one of the heroes of the United States Senate as far as I'm concerned. He doesn't get a lot of backing. And this is me speaking, not him, from the Republican leadership there, or a lot of attention for that matter. As he tries to dig into these various scandals that have taken place in this great scandal, in my view, the greatest political scandal in American history, which is the use of of the instrumentalities of federal law enforcement, federal intelligence, the Democrat Party, the White House, the Clinton campaign, and quite frankly, the media, a massive cabal to try and stop Trump, the candidate, destroy Trump during his presidential transition, and then, of course, destroy him as president of the United States. Ron Johnson, how are you, my friend?
7: I'm doing great, Mark. How about yourself?
0: Very, very well. Well, we wanted to hear your take on what's been going on, sir.
7: Well, you know, what we're finding out is pretty much what I've uh, suspected. Uh, as soon as we uncovered the Peter Strzok, Lisa page texts and I, I made those public right away. I'm very transparent. in My investigations, the, the text that I've been highlighting for years uh, was written in mid December, 2016 between the election and Trump's inauguration it, and read, think our sisters are leaking like mad. Now the sisters are the sister intelligence agencies, the FBI, Scorned and worried and political. They're kicking into overdrive. Mm. We know John Brennan, Clapper, Comey. We, we know they're all political. What were they worried about? I've, I've always suspected that what we really were witnessing here with the Russian hoax was just a, a massive diver, diversionary operation. That, that's what the CIA does, right? They mount these intelligence operations. This was a diversionary operation to divert the public's attention away from their wrongdoing during the 2016 campaign. That, that's always been my belief. It's kind of, it's sure looking that way. Uh, the silence in the media is deafening, but it's very revealing. I think what it reveals is the press was not only just duped, I think there were, many of them were complicit in this. And, you know, I agree, this, this is the largest political scandal in history, if, if only by the measurement of the impact on our nation. I mean, you look at the political turmoil we have been dragged through because of this criminal, and I think it's a criminal enterprise. And I don't know who all is involved yet, but what the indictment for Michael Sussman certainly shows, it was the Hillary Clinton campaign. I mean, is this Mark Elias? Is this John Podesta? Is this Hillary Clinton? Who all is involved here? And then who all aided and abetted them in the FBI? Uh, Andrew McCabe, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, I mean, who, you know, Who all aided and abetted them? Then the intelligence agency. Here's another clue here, Mark. Chuck Grassley and I wrote Gina Haspel in June of 2020. That's the CIA director. All the information we we wanted, we never got a page. We couldn't even get the director of the CIA to give us a call and tell us why. Senator, we have to take a quick
0: break. We want to thank you. You're, You're willing to stay over, and I'm going to ask you a question. We have judges now ruling in a civil case, criminal case, that Donald Trump has to give testimony. How is it that Obama, Biden, and Hillary Clinton escaped the grand jury? Inflation under our current administration is at 40-year highs. Everything's more expensive, cars, gas, groceries, housing, cost-of-living increases, are bankrupting Americans, which is why you need to find areas in your life where you can actually save money. And your wireless bill is one of them. Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile all overcharge you for the same service you could be getting from Pure Talk at a fraction of the cost. That's why I'm a customer and why you should be one, too. And listen to this, the more lines you have, the more you save. Right now you can get four lines, talk, text, and data for just 64 bucks. That's not per line, that's total. Which is how the average family is saving over $800 a year. Find out how much you can save. So do this, go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Find the phone that's right for you, or just bring your own. Then this month only, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST and you'll save an additional 25% off your first three months. That's puretalk.com, promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast.
2: Mark Levin, America's tyranny hunter.
0: Call in now, 877-381-3811. Ron Johnson, we have a judge in Washington, D.C., who just ruled that Donald Trump must stand as a defendant against Democrat members of Congress and of the Capitol Police Force because of the words he spoke at the protest assembly on January 6th. And the judge makes the inference and the conclusion that, in fact, if he hadn't said what he said, the people wouldn't have gone to the Capitol, they wouldn't have done this. It was an outrageous assault on freedom of association and free speech under the First Amendment. Then we have a Democrat attorney general, Letitia James, a radical left-wing kook in New York, who ran, ran for office as an attorney, saying that she wanted to prosecute the president, that she wanted to bring criminal charges against the president. Now we have another judge, uh, these people dressed up as judges, a state judge who ruled that Donald Trump Uh, must provide information, stand for a deposition, as must his child Ivanka, as must his child Don Jr. Now, Ron Johnson, there's a point at which this kind of conduct is uh, Stalinist in nature, and then you look at how Hillary Clinton has never had to face a grand jury, not even for all of this spying that she was involved in, And that Barack Obama, who was, in fact, debriefed by Brennan in 2009, according to Radcliffe, and he would know, as was Biden, they're not even asked questions about anything. Now, what is going on in this country, sir?
7: Well, Mark, I quote that line in your book, early in your book, where you say Americans must awaken to the urgency of this moment. Um, We don't have equal administration of justice under the law. We don't. Uh, We we lost that probably decades ago. Uh, We we certainly don't have an unbiased news media. Um, Conservatives, we have an enormous challenge here. We're not only fighting the Democrat Party, we're fighting their allies in the legacy media, the big tech social media giants. It's not a fair fight. We do have the truth. We do have... We know what works, but the radical left, when they took over our university system in the 60s during the Vietnam War protests, they, they've, that really solidified their hold on power. And so now they educate our teachers to indoctrinate our children. They educate our journalists. We, we don't have journalists anymore. We have advocates for the Democrat Party. And unfortunately, they also control colleges of, of law. And so you know, most lawyers are being cranked out, and they're radical leftists as well. So you know the left is smart. They are relentless, and unfortunately, you know Republicans, we we kind of lost track of like running for local office. So they control our school boards. They're they're indoctrinating our children. CRT. You were absolutely right in the book. We must awaken to the urgency of this moment. We're losing this country. It's why I decided to run again. You know our nation is being torn apart, not by us, by the radical left. They keep pushing and pushing. They are relentless. And the point I keep making to audiences is we need to be every bit as relentless fighting for our freedom. And I say, this isn't somebody else's fight. It's our fight. Mm -hmm. It's a fight we have to win. We have to desperately win. This is a precious nation. We need, we need to understand what's at stake. And you know, in the end, Mark, that's, that's why I ran again. Uh, I I would just soon go home and just put this all behind me, but they won't let us, us put this behind us. They are relentless.
0: Senator Johnson, do you know what a Brazilian Paraíba is?
7: I, I really don't. You educate me.
0: A Brazilian Paraíba is one of the most um, amazing amazing gemstones in the world. There's a man who found these these gems in a a vein, in one mine, in Paraíba, Brazil. They're extremely rare and they're extremely valuable. And they're becoming more and more valuable. You are a Brazilian Paraíba. I have never said this to another politician. I have been watching you. I have interviewed you. You are relentless. Speak of relentless. You, in some ways, have one arm tied behind your back. I know what's going on up there. You understand that even coming from a state like Wisconsin that has sent you to the Senate twice, they've been close elections, and the media hate your guts, most of it. And yet there you are. You're not from a safe seat. You're not from an overwhelmingly Republican state. you know It's not like you're from South Carolina or something like or Mississippi or something. you're from Wisconsin, a beautiful state. Wonderful state, but it is what it is politically. And yet there you are. And so I want people in this audience to know how important you are, how important your reelection is. And, Senator, I would like you to tell them where they can go to support you, whether they're in Wisconsin or outside Wisconsin. Well,
7: I'm going to need a lot of help. I've already been outspent $13 million to $1 million. But it's RonJohnson for Senate.com. And Ron Johnson for Senate.com but you know what's rare and precious mark America mm-hmm. and I'd say the good news is I'm is you know now that I'm back in the campaign I mean people are coming up to me with tears in their eyes there are a lot of people that know how rare and precious this nation is in the span of human history there's never been anything like America, and they have the sense we're losing it and so there's there's a growing group of people that, that recognize this that that are really Uh, answering your call have awakened to this moment. So listen, I, that's, that's why I'm doing this. That's why you're doing this. I've been reading you, you know, you are a patriot. You love this nation. You know how rare and precious it is. Uh is. A lot Uh of people do, but we got to fight together. We got to hang together.
0: Well, I want to thank you, my friend. You go out there. You have our support. If you need us, you got to let me know. Okay.
7: Well, God bless you. I'm going to need you, Mark. I'm going to need everybody.
0: Well, we're going to be there. We're going to give you air cover. That's the great Senator Ron Johnson. Thank you, sir. Have a, have a great weekend as well.
7: God bless you. Stay well.
0: You too. I meant every word I said about that guy. Every word I said. This guy made his money as a private sector entrepreneur, and he decided to get into politics. First office he ran for was the U.S. Senate. He came from behind, upset victory over fine gold. He chooses to run again. Feingold goes up against him again. Another upset victory, so-called, by Ron Johnson over Feingold. Now they're spending a fortune trying to destroy him. All this dark money coming in from billionaires and millionaires who are so gutless, they won't assign their own names to the kind of money they're pouring in. We have never Trumpers and rhinos who want this man defeated. And we need to help him. And I'll say one other thing. There are certain politicians in this country that you helped, who asked for your help on this program, who were not very well known nationally, let alone in their own states. They were running against all kinds of well-financed candidates, backed by Mitch McConnell, the RNC, the National Republican Senatorial Committee. And we jumped in over the course of the years. We did everything we could to help them get elected. And they hung on to the Tea Party as tightly as they possibly could for their upset elections in the Republican primaries and then later in the general elections. Do you realize some of these people we can't even get back on this show? Isn't that correct, Mr. Producer? So I wash my hands of them. I wash my hands of these people. I want nothing to do with them. You can figure it out. You know who's been on and who hasn't been on. Joe Scarborough is now giving advice to the Democrat Party. I'm sure he's not giving marital advice. I'm sure he's not giving other kinds of advice. I almost said something I shouldn't say. But Joe Scarborough is giving the Democrats advice. Because, you know, Joe didn't leave the Republican Party. It left him. Right, Joe? Isn't that about right? No. Joe left the Republican Party for money. He's one of many enormously stupid, low-IQ morons on MSLSD. He's the one with the bulbous nose and the Woody the Woodpecker haircut, ladies and gentlemen. He's the throwback to the banjo player on the bridge in Deliverance. I've always said, are we sure that wasn't Joe as a child actor? Mr. Producer, we need that music. We need to have that at your fingertips, because this guy, unfortunately, he's ubiquitous. Whoa, he has it at his fingertips. So let's play this in the background as we listen to the morning schmo along with the North Korean generals. Cut 12, go. I, I
2: will say she defined the situation right now with a uh, uh, a Republican Congress, especially a do-nothing Republican House, that is running around talking about protecting parents, protecting families, protecting children. and their answer is trying uh, to have culture wars over Dr. Seuss, banning books in schools. But uh, Hillary's right. You go down the list: nothing for child care, nothing for paid leave, or nothing for working moms or dads. Nothing to actually make the lives. Of 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 children in America, of parents in America, easier. Absolutely nothing. And so, uh, you know, you go back to 1948 and Harry Truman's campaign for re-election, Willie, where he talked about uh, the do nothing Republicans. It, it 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 would not it. be a bad uh, bad theme for Democrats to pick up uh, as they move towards uh, the 2022 campaign to listen to what Hillary Clinton said and start talking about the do nothing Republicans instead of. Uh, always being on the defensive about what they say uh, put them on the defensive for what they do not do and in the house they do absolutely nothing
0: our most fundamental freedoms are being threatened by politicians who can't even embrace this country american marxists i'll be right back Mark love All right, here's the deal. I've been telling you for a couple of years now to switch to Pure Talk, and thousands of you have. Let's hear from one of those happy customers. Here's a note from Robert of Miffenburg, Pennsylvania. I was a 20-year customer of Verizon that needed to upgrade my iPhone 7. I checked my Verizon deals and even spoke with a rep, but wasn't impressed with the offers they were giving, especially being a 20-year customer. I heard about Pure Talk on The Mark Levin Show and checked it out. I was really happy with the deal I found, but still nervous about going to a new carrier. Ultimately, I kicked Verizon to the curb and couldn't be happier with Pure Talk service. I saved $300 on my new phone, got 15 gigs more a month on my plan that costs less. I personally couldn't be happier since switching to Pure Talk. Well, friends, stop being scared. From your cell phone, dial pound 250, say Mark Levin, and this month, you'll save an additional 25% for your first three months. Or just go to puretalk.com and enter promo code MARKLEVIN.com. And save today. Montage, Biden's most embarrassing gaffes of all time. I want to give a hat tip to the Blaze and our buddy Ruben at the Rubin Report. This will be interesting. Cut 14, go.
8: Rock and I think it's a right for people that bad at kept care. For people that bad at health care, my son's business dealings were not anything worth everybody that he's talking about. I'll lead an
6: effective strategy. You know, this is mobile.
0: almost like the mumblers. Have you noticed, Mr. Reducer? It, except it's one mumbler. Should we do the mumblers in the third hour too? I think we will. Go ahead.
6: International
8: depression. True international depression. True international depression. We've now hit nine million cases nationwide. You know how I know how hard it is. Look, tomorrow's Super 30. Tuesday, And I want to thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by... Go, you know, the, you know the thing. I watched what happened when the kids from Parkland marched up to... And I, 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 I met with them and then they went off to up on the hill when I was vice president. And they went off the hill to go into those neighborhoods. All those congressmen were <laughs> like, no, I'm not here. I'm not here. I, I'm not, don't, don't tell them I'm around. We are. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. Words that stunned the nation, and I would argue, I know, shocked the world. International leaders spoke about it. You had people like Margaret Thatcher, excuse me, you had p- p- people like the, the former chairman and leader of the party in, the, in Germany. You had Angela Merkel. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids, black kids, mm-hmm. Asian kids. Mm-hmm. I never believed we'd have to fight this hard, though. I never believed it would be this much in jeopardy. Hey, we launched easy, our though. campaign over on the Oval back in May 9, 2019. But, you know, what I said then, we've been through a lot since then. But what I said then is even more true today. COVID has taken this year... Just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just,
6: It's a, when you think about
8: it. I come out of the black community in terms of my support. If you notice, I have what? more people supporting me in the black community than have announced for me. The only African-American woman that had ever been elected to the United States Senate. A whole range of people. No, my point no, is... not true. true. The that's other not one is true. here. That's, that's a, <laughs> uh, I said the first... So the first to the Come <laughs> on. First. Yeah, yeah, We're gonna yeah. create a uh-huh. new bio-based multi-manufacturing job. For, for, uh, there uh, he is,
0: ladies and gentlemen. There he is. The head of the insane assignment that is the Democrat Party. I shall return. 3811 I I want to say something remarkable is taking place. I mean, if you really step back, unfortunately, it's typical, but it's still remarkable. Can things be typical and remarkable? Well, we have an instance in what that's true. Now, this headline from National Review by Jimmy Quinn Beijing Olympics, NBC's coverage ignores Chinese atrocities. NBC is owned by Comcast. NBC is the sister station to MSNBC. NBC has television cameras, researchers, so-called reporters and journalists, all kinds of people on the ground. And Beijing... An entire news enterprise. In Beijing. What a better way to be reporting on genocide that's taking place in communist China. Does anybody believe, and I, I hope the reprobates, miscreants, malcontents, freaks, frauds, and phonies at Media Matters and elsewhere are paying attention do people now understand why the media in America from the New York Times and the Washington Post and beyond either were silent about the Holocaust or were openly censoring aspects of it? There have been many books written on this subject, including one of mine and a major chapter in Unfreedom of the Press and a major chapter, may I say, American Marxism. Am I allowed to use that title anymore, Mr. Perdue? So, here we have the Beijing Olympics, the Genocide Olympics. What will the world say a hundred years from now? Where's CARE? Where are all the other radical left-wing Democrat Party-owned Muslim organizations? Why aren't they speaking out? Where's the ACLU, a.k.a. the American Criminal Liberties Union? Where's Jay Rosen? The uh, Svengali in the new journalism movement. Who's he, Mark? Uh, Whatever. So, here we have. NBC promised to take the geopolitical context, quote-unquote, of the Beijing 2022 Olympics into account during its coverage of the Games. But even the few comments its hosts made on the Uyghur genocide and other topics during the opening ceremony were criticized for taking a both-sides approach. Oh, it's, it's relative. You know, six of one, half a dozen of the other portraying well-documented evidence of mass atrocities as mere allegations that the Chinese government has dismissed. This is your media. This is why they cannot be trusted, and this is why Trump is right. This media is the enemy of the people. Now, the Washington Compost is reporting that NBC, which holds the exclusive broadcast rights for the Winter Olympics, has not made these issues a prominent feature of its coverage over the past two weeks. And neither is the Washington Compost, for that matter. But since the opening ceremony the Post, Paul Farhi reported that he has been unable to find any example of an NBC Olympics announcer discussing the Chinese Communist Party's human rights atrocities. I would ask Paul Farhi, if that is his name, if the human rights atrocities by the Communist Chinese against the Uyghurs, and we have seen photos of these 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 inhumane conditions and so forth, have been on the cover of the Washington Post more than once or twice. Farhi, in his piece the other day, wrote that he reached out to an NBC Sports spokesperson to ask for examples of the network's continued focus on these issues and its coverage of Olympic events, but beyond comments made by NBC announcers Mike Tirico, and he was yanked, he was yanked, And Savannah Guthrie, in addition to other panelists, on February 4, NBC couldn't provide further support for NBC's assertion that it has extensively covered these issues. Farhi went on to explain that NBC also cited Tereco's report a week ago about Ben Zhu, the Chinese tennis star and three-time Olympian who's been the subject of international attention. He noted NBC has also said it hasn't requested an interview with her despite her presence at times just a few feet from NBC's cameras at the game. So NBC has demonstrated that it is nothing more than a shill for the Communist Chinese, much like Thomas Friedman, and much like uh, Trudeau up in Canada, the Biden family, the Pelosi family, the McConnell family, ooh, and on and on and on. You have a massive media corporation that chases down every issue when it comes to a conservative Republican and even concocts them when it comes to Donald Trump and his family. But there they are, in the heart of genocidal China. And they won't take the subject on. You understand then, ladies and gentlemen, the righteous people, righteous Gentile Award that's given out, righteous countries that in the middle of the Third Reich stood up. You think about some of these these Christian families that took in Jewish families or little kids. There weren't a lot, but there were there were several putting their lives on the line and the lives of their own kids on the line to protect them. You look at Raul Raul Wallenberg. You look at so many unsung heroes who did everything they could, some of whom were captured. Raul Wallenberg disappeared. He disappeared in Stalin's Soviet Empire. After the war, after he had stood up in his own way to the Nazis. You now see what courage that takes? You have this massive media enterprise Comcast, NBC, MSNBC. They talk about those fat cat Republicans. Here is that a mouthpiece. It's interesting. That Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, they don't attack what NBC has failed to do because they like what they get. Money for sitting on their fat asses and saying stupid things. Has there been a single person at MSNBC or NBC who has spoken out? Any? Any? If so, who are they? I want to bring them on the program and have a little chat. Thank them. They're none. None. How many members of Congress, other than Republicans, have stood up? Some Democrats. How many? The more radical and Marxist-oriented they are, the less they are going to attack China. Isn't that amazing? It's true. What's that all about? And what about the, these various athletic associations? We know of one that stood up, the Women's Tennis Association, or whatever they call themselves. But the men's tennis wouldn't stand up. LeBron James and the NBA wouldn't stand up. They caved like a bunch of sissies. The NFL, all those tough guys aren't so tough after all. And you can go right down the list. Right down the list. I've talked more about what the Chinese are doing to these Muslims, which is horrific, horrendous, than these radical left Democrat Party Muslim organizations like CARE have talked about it. Why is that? Why is it? I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen, because on the hard left, human beings aren't human beings. They're groups of people to be hated or liked or ignored. That's the truth. I'll be right back. Mark While Well, we have a great candidate running in the Republican primary for the United States Senate in Ohio. And I want to encourage all Levinites, all Trump supporters, all Reaganites, all conservatives, all constitutionalists to back him. His name is Josh Mandel. He's not a newcomer to our principles. Uh, He voted for Donald Trump twice. Uh, He served in the United States military with great distinction and honor. He served the people of Ohio once. Uh, And uh, I should say this. He's not a, uh, may I come, a J.D. Vance come lately. And I know J.D. Vance is being pushed very hard by certain billionaires and certain television hosts and radio hosts and other people as well. But can somebody please tell me prior to 18 months ago why J.D. Vance wasn't convinced to vote for Trump? Pretty weird. Anyway, on the positive side... Ohioans, Republicans have a great candidate in Josh Mandel. Josh, how are you, sir?
9: I'm great, Mark. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very, very well. Um, you see the truckers in Canada, Josh. You see what's being done to them by, uh, by, by Trudeau and his administration, destroying them financially, trying to destroy their families, take their dogs from them and all the rest. Um, what do you make of this and what would you say to the American people in response to something like this?
9: I would say to our fellow Americans that this can happen here if we allow Biden and people like Fauci and all the mini Faucis around this country in the bowels of the bureaucracy to continue on their mission of taking control away from the people. You know a lot of uh, Americans don't realize but recently Biden and Pelosi and Schumer um, pushed a law where any transaction from our bank accounts our credit cards six hundred dollars or above gets reported to Big brother gets reported to to the government, to the politicians to the Ministry of truth, if you will and so when we look at what 's happening in Canada, you know in one way we might say well that couldn 't happen in America they couldn 't actually go in and look at people 's bank accounts and seize their finances, but mark. It can happen here, and I think Biden and Pelosi and Schumer have already opened that door with this mandatory reporting of $600 transactions or more from our personal bank accounts to the federal government. And so, you know, we are looking and praying uh, for the truckers in uh, in Canada. What they are doing is, I believe at the pointy tip of the spear, standing up for the liberty, for human liberty and personal freedom. And if we don't do the same thing here in America, the same thing will happen to us that Trudeau is trying to do to his people.
0: But your point is a very important one. They were trying to set up the financial mechanism through the back door of this massive omnibus, multi-trillion dollar bill. And also they wanted to hire, you'll remember Josh Mandel, 85,000 new IRS agents and give them over a hundred billion dollars in new monies, now obviously, the IRS doesn't need this, so obviously they wanted to further empower it, didn't they
9: exactly, exactly. and listen, this is not uh, in Canada or here in America when you see these massive changes with financial reporting and as you mentioned eighty five thousand new IRS agents. This isn't about stopping cheating or stopping corruption or anything like this. This is about mass government control of the people. And when we look through world history, you, know, you, you find that socialist regimes, communist regimes, authoritarian regimes, what do they do? They take away guns from the people, and you see that happening within the Biden administration. They try to create a godless society, take religion out of society, and then they take over the finances and they take money and property from the people. And uh, listen, in, here in America, it is happening in the Biden administration. Pelosi and Schumer and others are enabling it, and it is incumbent upon pro-liberty, pro-freedom fighters like you in the media, me, God willing, in the United States Senate, our friends Mike Lee and Ted Cruz and others to stand up and fight. Mm -hmm.
0: In all your years in the conservative movement, and the Republican Party, fighting for solid people to serve in office, running for office yourself, running up against the Republican establishment as you've had to, These people who are opposing you in the Republican primary, were they fighting on the same side of you? Did they even show up?
9: They were nowhere to be found, and the only time they popped up was to uh, fight for the establishment, the squishy rhino Republicans. You know, it's interesting, Mark, you asked that question. When I was state treasurer, Kasich was governor, and Kasich was trying to do the uh, Medicaid expansion under Obamacare. And, you know, I assumed all these Republicans here in Ohio would be against it, and so I decided to lead the charge against Kasich on it. I looked behind me, Mark. There's no one there. I was on an island by myself, no other public officials, but I'll tell you who I had with me. I had an army of grassroots constitutionalists, Tea Party activists, Christian activists throughout the state who understood that we're supposed to be the party and the movement of weaning people off of government dependence and advancing the cause of self-reliance. And whether it was Medicaid expansion under Obamacare or when Kasich was trying to do the you know, Common Core Educational Standards time and time again, I took him on. And I didn't care that he was a Republican. It wasn't about Republican or Democrat. It was about standing up for individual freedom, personal liberty, and the Constitution. And to answer your question, Mark, these people that are running against me, they were nowhere to be found. They didn't have the courage to take on Kasich. They won't have the courage to take on the squishy establishment leaders in, uh, in Washington. And, you know, I got people running against me in the Senate race who are a bunch of never-Trumpers, pro-impeachment rhinos. And, you know, I'm the only one out here that's unwavering and unabashed uh, in my beliefs of being pro-God, pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-Trump.
0: And also, uh, Josh Mandel, the, uh, the Republican establishment would prefer if you lost. In other words, if you go to the U.S. Senate, you're not a sure vote or a vote at all for the current Republican leadership in the Senate. Mitch McConnell's reaching into Ohio and other states to try and impact the election, isn't
9: he? Well, just uh, two days ago, Rob Portman, who's the current senator, endorsed one of my opponents, and she's, she's the poster child. Out of the establishment, you know, she was the party chairman, you know, she provided cover for DeWine with all of his mask mandates and vaccine mandates. This lady, she actually defended the congressman from Ohio who voted to impeach Trump, you know, she's pro-impeachment, and she got the endorsement of Portman this week, and all of that illustrates that the establishment is up against me in a very, very powerful and well-funded way. You mentioned J.D. Vance earlier. You know, he uh, was a proud never-Trumper. He bragged about being a never-Trumper. He uh, you know, refused to vote for Trump when Trump was running against Hillary Clinton. And these are the kind of people that I'm up against in the Republican primary.
0: When we come back, more of Josh Mandel, a great conservative patriot candidate running in the Ohio Republican primary, whom I've endorsed. We'll be right back.
2: Mark Levin, America's passionately cerebral voice. Talk with that voice now,
0: 877-381-3811. Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll be on with Dan Bongino. First time, and we're going to have a hell of a time. A good time. Sunday, my own show, Life, Liberty, and Levine, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Please don't miss it. John Radcliffe and uh, Pete Hegseth. It's a real kick-ass show Sunday night. I hope you'll watch it. If you can't watch it live, you can always DVR it. It really is a call to all the Vinites, all patriots, everybody associated with you folks to watch. Josh Mandel's running in the Republican primary for the United States Senate from Ohio. He's opposed by the Republican establishment. The sitting senator who is retiring has just endorsed the establishment's candidates. Uh, another candidate that's running, J.D. Vance is all of a sudden a Trump supporter, Uh, really in the last 18 to 24 months. Josh Mandel has been a steady, principled conservative. He's not going to uh, buckle to the establishment, let alone the left. Uh, And he's often the target of the media and dark money. He's the candidate that I have endorsed, and I hope you'll support him too. Josh Mandel, tell us again if people want to help you, whether in Ohio or the rest of the country, where do they go?
9: It's uh, joshmandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. I am a constitutionalist. I will go to the U.S. Senate to protect human liberty, to protect our ability and freedom as moms and dads to make decisions what's best for our kids, get the government totally out of the way. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a Marine Corps vet. Did a couple tours in Iraq, and I'm a fighter. And as Mark just said, no one's going to push me around in Washington. Not the squishy establishment, Rhino Republicans, not the radical leftists, definitely not not the media. Over the past week, I've had hit jobs from New York Times, Politico, Huffington Post, NBC News. It goes on and on, and uh, I wear them as a badge of honor. One of the best endorsements I could ever get is the New York Times doing a hit job on me and They only come after people like me and Mark Levin because they know we're out here standing up for Judeo-Christian values, standing up for the Constitution, and standing up for the vision of America that the framers of the Constitution envisioned.
0: And, of course, uh, you're also feared by McConnell and the Republican establishment in Washington, D.C., which is a huge obstacle to advancing the cause of liberty and republicanism. Little are republicanism a huge obstacle how do your numbers look? Do you have numbers to look at? Uh, yeah, I'll give you the good
9: news and the bad news. Is The good news is I'm still up in the polls. Uh, the bad news is there is an incredible amount of never-Trumper money, pro-impeachment money, and establishment money coming out of Silicon Valley and Wall Street and Washington, D.C., and they're coming after me hard. We uh, we got some intelligence today um, that there's a big uh, group of uh, billionaires out of Silicon Valley that uh, want to come and uh, blow my head off, um, and these folks—you know—these are the same exact people that are censoring voice and speech from us as conservatives. These are the same exact people that are trying to push boys into girls' locker rooms, and you know, trying to push all this craziness on our kids, telling eight-year-olds that there's 52 genders. And those same people are coming after me in this Republican primary because they know I'm not afraid to take them on. And so we're winning, Mark, but I can tell you the Never Trumpers and the pro-impeachment reiners they're coming after me with a lot of money, a lot of Silicon Valley money and a lot of Wall Street money. And our campaign is, is not fueled by them, not by the oligarchs in Silicon, Silicon Valley, not by the billionaires in Wall Street. Our campaign is fueled by American patriots throughout this country who go on my website, joshmandel.com, and they give 25 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever they can afford. And we've got this army of patriots here in Ohio, Mark, who are volunteering every day. Uh, we're, we're running our campaign, actually, through churches throughout the state. These evangelical pastors throughout Ohio have been so gracious with me and hosting me at their churches. And uh, you know we are well, we don't have as much money as the people running against me. we got something more powerful. We've got the people on our side.
0: Who are these oligarchs? And in the Republican primary, who are these oligarchs, Silicon Valley oligarchs, supporting?
9: Sure. They're supporting two main people. Uh, one of... Uh, One of the guys they're supporting, you mentioned earlier, his name is J.D. Vance. Uh, J.D. Vance is a big never-Trumper. He's running against me. Uh, When President Trump was running against Hillary Clinton, J.D. Vance couldn't bring himself to uh, vote for President Trump. He refused to. And even this uh, second time around, President Trump was running for reelection against Biden. J.D. Vance refused to vote for President Trump. He's a a never-Trumper of the worst kind total fake, total phony. You know, he's very popular in Silicon Valley and in Wall Street and Washington, but here in Ohio, the voters just see him as a total phony. But he's got a lot of money behind him, and uh, that money's coming after me, and so that's why I need the support of your, your listeners and your viewers. Well,
0: who are some of these oligarchs, do we know? We're backing we him.
9: We do. Pardon me?
0: Who are these oligarchs who are backing him, as an example? Right,
9: so his personal life, listen to this, his, his personal life, And his business life are are funded by a lot of the same Silicon Valley folks. Um, So one of the big investors in his fund, um, who uh, you know, who fuels a lot of this, is is Steve Case, who was the founder of AOL. Um, Jeff Bezos, who was the founder of Amazon, put a ton of money into uh, you know into his fund. Um, You've got people, um, Microsoft, and from a bunch of other you know companies up and down the, the west coast from Seattle down to San Francisco and the bay area a lot of just Sil- silicon valley billionaires who are against us and everything i mean these are the people who are funding the left they're funding the election cheating against president trump they're but, funding but, the election but are you cheating. telling
0: me you're telling me bezos and um, these other guy case who i'm familiar with that they're actually backing vance
9: well, they're backing him personally. so That's they are. they're all invested in all of his like investment firms and all that stuff to so his livelihood. And then he's taking that money and putting that money into his campaign. And right, so, wait a minute. I'm but,
0: ignorant about this. Is Vance a, an, an investment man, a, a money guy?
9: Oh, yeah, he's a venture capitalist, isn't
0: it? I, I believe mean, it or not, I didn't even know, so wait, let me get this straight. I don't mean to plead ignorance, but I'm ignorant about this. So Vance is an investment capital guy?
9: He's a venture capital guy. So that that's how rich his hypocrisy is. He gets up in Ohio and talks about, you know, railing against Silicon Valley, and he's literally, his whole life is funded by Silicon Valley, and he's a venture capitalist himself.
0: I have nothing against venture capitalism per se, but I don't think anybody in this audience or most people in this audience would have guessed that. I just figured he was an author. He came out of the hills or wherever, and... Uh... And, you know, did some kind of blue-collar job over the course of his life. But you're telling me he's, he's part of the uh, venture capitalist Silicon Valley crowd. I didn't know this, honest yeah. to God. He, Mark, he's not just
9: part of it. His whole life is funded by it. His personal mm-hmm. life, his business life, his political life. Like, it's, he is completely beholden to it. If, if,
0: and I, I have nothing if, personal against the guy, but I, I, I just have to tell you, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah.
9: And it'll, the best way to put it is if J.D. Vance gets elected in Ohio, he will be a Silicon Valley sleeper cell in the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you don't uh, you don't mix any words, which is one of the things people like about you very, very much. They know exactly where you stand and what you think, Josh Mandel. Again, last time, if people want to help you, where do they go?
9: JoshMandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. I'm fighting to protect the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America. I'm fighting to protect the Constitution. I'm going to Washington to be reinforcements for friends of ours like Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm a Marine Corvette. I got backbone. I got a steel spine. And I will take on these squishy rhino Republicans just as fast as I'll take on the leftists.
0: Well, now we know why Mitch McConnell doesn't like you. All right, my friend. I appreciate it very much. Have a wonderful weekend. JoshMandel.com. That's where you can help him in Ohio and elsewhere. And he does need funding. We'll be right back.
4: Love In
0: Ladies and gentlemen, in your honor, every Friday... And we send a a salute over to our brothers and sisters in Canada. And once again, thank them for standing up for liberty and against tyranny. Here we go. This Sunday, Life, Liberty, and Levin, it is kick-ass. Please watch it, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't watch it, DVR it. I'll also be on with our brother, Bongino, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday. Wonderful weekend we're all going to have together. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, and our truckers. Good night, Spritey and Griffey. Good night, Pepsi and Zelva. Good night, Smokey, Gigi, Indy, and Little Barney. You're deeply missed, folks. Be strong, have a safe and healthy weekend, enjoy yourselves, enjoy your family. Good night, Dad. Good night, Mom. Good night, Leo. Good night, Joe.